Hey, everyone. Hi. Welcome back. We are I don't back. know why I was talking like that. <laughs> Sorry. We are that back was again. Tell a friend. Um, with a episode, I think overall is 18, but it's our third episode. Second one. It's like third, a third, third of season, yeah, season two. two. <laughs> My bad. So, um, yeah, do you want to start with anime news? Sure. Let's jump into it. Back to you. All right. <clears throat> well, <laughs> for my anime news of this week, I don't know if any of y'all have seen it, but it was one I watched a while ago that I thought was super cute. It's called Tonakawa Over the Moon for You. Um, it's I have it saved to like our Crunchyroll list, but it's the one who has like the pink hair and he has, you know what, I'll send you a picture of it later. But oh, I know which one you're see- talking about. Okay, perfect. Season two of that anime is supposed to be debuting this April, and that's literally like right around the corner. By the time we blink, it'll be here. So I'm super excited about that one because I really did enjoy it. It was like a little, it was romance, slice of life, wholesome. I liked it a lot. Um, And I know when I was reading the article about this, they were saying that they're going to have, I think the visuals for their opening and endings and like that music will be released this coming Tuesday, so not today, but next Tuesday, um, and the opening song should be Setsuna no Chikai, featuring Sukasa Yuzaki, um, and then their ending should be Yoru no Karasumi, which is in the corner of the night. But those those are the songs that'll be releasing next week, which I'm gonna try to give a listen to because I know their opening that they had for season one, which was called Koi no Yuta. It was so cute. Like it's gonna make it to my anime songs list. So I'm excited to see what they do for this next season. But yeah, that's all I had for this week. No, that's uh I think that's exciting, especially when you know sometimes it feels like, well, you know, these an- uh, anime I like or love get a second season. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. The funny mm-hmm. thing is, and I'm glad I chose two because I wrote that down too. But did you really? Was, yeah, but yours was way more detailed, so I'm glad that you did it first. Um, I'm over you, and we just started. <laughs> but so the uh, other one I was gonna do was um, the uh, announcement that the Demon Slayer next season, which is the Sword Swordsmith Village arc, is coming mm. in April. But they're also <gasps> And the first episode will be an hour special. And there's currently like a, well, it's out in Japan. And I'm, I'm not sure about the date for America. It might be like the last week of March or either like the premiere week of the actual anime or like a couple weeks before that. But um, I think what it said that it was showing is like the last two episodes of uh, season two of the Entertainment District arc. And then the first episode of the new season okay um, i'm so theaters. ready for a demon slayer so they kind of you know in theaters up, yeah i'm hyped for it because i'm gonna have to just go be incognito pop my squat and have a good little time Ugh, i'm so excited and you know without any spoilers this one um this season or this arc uh features your girl heavily so you know that's something to look forward to no, but I, I love her too, but you know, I know that's your favorite character or one of your faves. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, she's she's pretty up there. So, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. I really, I, I guess I'm more excited because I, I feel like with every season that they like, with every like arc that they've had that's been shown, um, I've enjoyed it more and more. I mean, it's only two, but I love the first one. And then for the second one to just make me feel like I was in shock. After this, the first one, I was like, what more can we do? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I won't be disappointed in season three, of course, mm-hmm. or the third arc. So that's how I'm like, ah, I know it's going to be a hype season. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. No, and this but is yeah. a really good uh, arc as well. So I am looking forward to seeing it. Um, depending on how long it's going to be in theaters, that's probably going to depend whether I uh, see the little, you know, the last two, you know, how they're, like I said, it's going to be mm-hmm. the last two, the last season and the first of this season. Um, But regardless, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. If you want, we can um get into our main topic for today. Get into it. Get into it. Let's go. It's um, funny because that's where you went. But when you say get into it, you know where I went. <sighs> you don't? Tiana. No. What? Oh, I feel like you're going to pass it off and pretend you did. <laughs> Wait, no. For a second, when you said it, I thought I knew, but then when you said I don't, and I was like, maybe I don't. I want to say that you didn't. It was just because you were like, Tiana, and it sounded like you didn't, because the way you said it. Oh, because I didn't. (laughs) I know you didn't. I did it. I couldn't even make it. Me. Girl, anyways. that one of those things? No, I had no clue. Um, the Doja Cat song. Which one is that? Oh, get, get into, into it, it yeah. Yeah. I, was yeah. I had it. <laughs> wow. Talk about a slow moment right there. My brain just shutting off. I was like, okay. Like, Girl, which one? I was like, I would not have been like, ooh, this is my favorite part of the song. Uh, better Shut than me. She says, get into it one time. <laughs> I shouldn't drink water at that time. Wow. Oh, you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. We're so, we're so good. We're so good. That was funny because I was like, what is it that I definitely remembered after I said it? Embarrassing. That was embarrassing. <laughs> but it's, but we cool it out. Um, yeah, so uh, totally. This week, uh, we kind of talked about this, you know, some of our some of the first topics we actually did for our podcast, there's certain topics we're going to do multiple parts because, you know, it's not mm-hmm. enough to just do in one episode. One. <laughs> you know, like Lord of the Rings uh, long. So this is the first time that we're, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're doing a part two and we're doing a part two for an episode we did. Um, It might've been our third or fourth episode or maybe fifth. But it's called Seven. Double Trouble. So basically, if you're uh, not aware of that episode, we just kind of talked about our favorite either duos or trios and kind of like what made them like our favorite. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want me to start? Do you want to start? I, I'll i start it off. I had okay. a few to choose from. Um, Who do you want to start with? We'll start with the newest one. We'll start with the babies of the family today. Okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure if I just say the anime, everyone will know which duo I'm talking about. I do want to say before any of that, I've really like enjoyed the dynamic of their relationship because I honestly didn't know how it was going to 
play out. So I would just say the anime, of course, or not of course, but the anime is Chainsaw Man. And the characters I am referring to are Denji and Power. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and say um, they're like the most iconic to ever do it. No. But I love their like friendship dynamic that they have, Mm -hmm. especially given his circumstances of how everything happened to him. So, of course, Tio put spoiler warnings in the Mm -hmm. uh, caption for you guys for these things. So, Denji ends up being, um, becoming like, you know, part devil because of Pochita going inside of him and all that. But before then, he was more so just lost and lost in a sauce and didn't know where to go. He was living really a kind of a hard life, just trying to get by by any means necessary. So when he met... um, He was impoverished. He's a hard not life. Now, see, you doing the song makes it uglier. (laughs) I'm sorry. After I said it, it, that was... I had to put the anti-musical with it. Uh, But yes, he was. He was living in the... What do they call it? The slums. He was just struggling. And... <clears throat> the thing that was the thing that I really find so wholesome and no one can ever take this away from him and I just I know that sidetrack but he finds joy in the simple things in life that so many people take for granted I'm relating that to life and just anything in anime but like mm-hmm. he finds happiness just in being able to get remember he was like I get three meals like not one not crumbs but a meal meal and he was like he's literally ecstatic and that kind of continued through that whole first season part of him being in the anime. He was happy just being able to get up, lay in a bed, have food that fed him. And then of course, coming into his teenage years, as a guy. Uh, if you, yeah. So no, yeah, I don't I know. I, I, I see how like, I see how you, you saw it, but I'll just say to me, it just, it just made me sad because it's like, people should be able to ha- have what they need to live. But no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that, like... No, 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 no. I know you're not saying, like, you're not doing, like, the thing where people are like, see, they struggle. I know you're not, like, making it, like... I'm just saying, for me, I I get what you're saying, and I do agree, but I was just saying, but it also just makes me sad, because it's just, like... You should have had that to begin with. You know? Yeah. No, no, you're right. You are absolutely right with that. It should have never got to the point that this... This little boy, because that's what he is. He was a child, and he's still, like, a child should not be having to fight for his life. He should not be having to think, all's my life I had to fight. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. But, um, uh, I got sidetracked. About their dynamic, but I do agree. Yes, sorry. I think okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That was okay. I understand your, your intro... You're, you're, I know how you're doing it. It's like both and then talking about how they go together. Mm-hmm. And then Power, of course, you know, she's just, she's a, uh, I would say a demon, um, a devil that I feel like I don't really know how the devil's supposed to be because how she is, you know, being more cognizant, I guess, and being able to speak and actually work a lot alongside the devil hunters. And I don't think it's by choice. Actually, I know it's not by choice, but um for that dynamic to come about versus the ones that you see that she fights against and everything like her life isn't easy either by any means, but for them to come together after that whole squabble that they had, as far as, you know, she just wanted her cat. Cause I don't know if you guys know, but she had a cat, loved it, um, formed a bond with it. And so she was willing to sacrifice Denji and everything when they were doing um, a mission 
in order to have the one person she loved. And at first, I was like, well, damn. Like, I didn't think, I didn't know how the show was going to go. I hadn't seen it really right. previous, and I didn't read the manga. But to see that they end up being a part of the same um, squadron or whatever you call that. And they actually form a friendship because then at first, like, why do I got to babysit this thing? Not even a person. Yeah. This one right here. This this it. Because right. she's acting more animalistic. I'm like, sir, simmer down. You ain't got to do all that. <laughs> Please. The scene that they actually end up having, like, you know, the roommate dynamic where they actually mm-hmm. depend on one another. And when shit hits the fan, they can, like, you know how it's like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But, like, you, your intuition kicks in, I guess. Um, I don't want to call it your devil intuition, but like which is a fan, they know when to get down and kind of like take care of business and that they bounce, they well, they work well with one another. And I feel like they're both kind of experiencing life in the same aspect. Like they're very much experiencing the basics, the very basics of life. And like, they're happy. And like you said, like it's, it should be like, you already have the basics, but for them, since they didn't, I find it like, I'm happy that you're happy. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, I'm happy that you're not just thinking like, shit, this is all I get. I'm happy that you're finding joys in the little things in life. And it's like, I don't want to say it's like getting better or anything, but it's like, you're, you're not where you started and we're, we're, we're going up. That's what I'm getting at. So I like how their how dynamic has come about. So that's why I want to start. And then of course, Aki's a part of this and he's like the glue that's like holding them together, like Papa Aki. But just to say for the sake of the two, they, they were the ones that had like to point out, but what do you think of them? No, I really do like their dynamic, and especially because you know, if you look at it how it started, it def- you definitely wouldn't think that they would become like you know, they kind of become like like the partner in crimes crime ty- types or like you know the twin mm-hmm. type where it's just mm-hmm. like when you see me, you see her, like that type of thing. When you see T, you see B. Period. Uh, but yeah, I really <laughs> do like it, especially because you know. From the beginning, if you base it off like when they first met, you wouldn't have thought that it would, you know, get to that point. I did not, yeah. So that's what I have as my first little duo. Okay, no, that's a good one. So Thank for my you. Who you first coming one, with? I'm looking at my list and who I'm gonna do first. So I'm going to do Daichi Sawamura and I wanna say his first name is Koshi uh, Sugawara, but I call him Suga, like everyone calls him. Uh, um, and they Suga. are the captain and co-captain of Karasuno's uh, mm-hmm. volleyball team for uh, from Haikyuu. So the reason why I thought about them is, and although, you know what I will say is, it's kind of like what you talked about with um, kind of like there's also like a trio dynamic with uh power mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Aki and it's kind of, it's similar yeah. to, it's similar with um Haikyuu with is Daichi Suga and then my favorite yeah. Asahi that is my baby boy uh ponytail yes uh, uh, I love uh, so much. but um you know it's so just adorbs. like they actually have like the captain role so that's why I looked at it as a duo but the relationship is like a trio and I'll, mm-hmm, I'll talk mm-hmm. about a moment with that uh, at the end. But basically, um, so I guess duo slash trio, but with the focus, why I chose a duo is because it's like, you know, n- normally, you know, with a captain, co-captain relationship, obviously, like, you're working together. But I think, like, them being best friends strengthens the way that they're able to do their roles. 
So mm-hmm. Daichi, you know, as a captain, he does a <clears throat> he has to do a lot, you know, on the court with like supporting and you know being there and he's also you know um one of i can't think of and i play volleyball in in high school but i cannot think of his position but basically you know when you think of the spotter huh no sorry i said spotter but i i don't even know if that's even a position i'm sorry no (laughs) um and that's not the name but i know what you mean so it's just (laughs) like but um He's not a seller or a hitter, but it's the the first position, which is you know when you think about Nishinori, who's like the libero, him and Dai, um, Daichi, you know they're and there's a couple other people who do it, but I think they're like the main ones when you think about the first you know the first hit or the first receive um, is the most important because that's what gets the ball in the air. So just thinking mm. about how you know skill wise and you know also like just getting a group of guys together, you know, and, you know, with Haikyuu, and I'm not going to get into too many spoilers because I know some people are just getting into it and stuff like that or plan to watch it. But, you know, you have to deal with all... He also has to deal... Him and Suga have to deal with a lot of different characters... Not characters, but a lot of different personalities. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's some petty players. There's some silly players who aren't on their schoolwork. There's some... uh girl crazy players um <laughs> there's some players who always get in trouble so then they have to deal with that so they're really doing a lot so being able to do like both and um suga does like a lot of the um the sp- support too for like characters that um might fade into the background so it's like they both play their parts with like certain characters where you know daichi does a lot of the leading kind of like on the court and Suga does like some more like off the court, but um, they like look like mentors. Yeah, yeah, and you know I think it also kind of comes with uh, again, and it's not always this case because you know I'm sure we've seen sports anime where the seniors, as far as like the oldest people, because you know they're like third years, um, mm-hmm. are the worst. But they're <laughs> the kind of they're the kind where you, you know it's like okay, we're almost on our way out. We want to make this like the best uh we want uh all the people below us to know that they can come to us they don't we don't see ourselves as like better than them like you know it was like that type of dynamic which i think is mm-hmm. part of why the team is so close um yeah and then like i was saying with like asahi it's you know when we talked about when you see them you see me you know especially yeah into this because i know this would be a spoiler but you know there's something that kind of gets in the way of their friendship because also he is working through some things but once you once he gets in you know for and it happens relatively quick for anime time because sometimes you know that don't be that kind of thing don't happen to the second season but See? it was really you know within like the first 10 episodes but really seeing him like also he like you know work out what you know was impacting him and not only that improving his playing but getting him back together you know with his best friends um Mm -hmm. so then they all kind of were like oh you know we're the seniors uh, laughing at the little at the youngins or saying y'all need to chill or y'all need to get it together and there's this one moment and again this is a spoiler so i i won't really go into this moment but there is a moment where they are celebrating and it's like two of them are on the court and then they just like grab each other and are like crying and screaming and then the other one like comes on the court and like joins the hug and they're all crying and screaming together. Ugh. 
Chef's kiss. Oh my Precious. god. Precious. Y'all know y'all besties. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yes, I um will say Suga and Daichi because they have to go through so much as especially with um how especially at the beginning how um dang. Hanada and how I forget the other one. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hinata's the one that has the orange hair. I know yeah, this. his rival. I can't Ooh, think of it right now. I gotta look it up. And I'm usually the one who's good with names, but right now, baby, it has it, gone out my head. Oh, um, Kageyama. Kageyama, yes. Because guess what? A S was in my head, but I knew it was wrong. So, thank you for <laughs> You're welcome. But, um... I'm glad I Oh, but you know, like, they were so, like, me versus him that, like, there was a moment where they, like, ended up doing something to embarrass the the vice principal. So then Daichi had to, like, punish him and be like, look, y'all need to get this together because y'all trying to mess everybody up. You know, those type of things where it's like, you know, we can have fun, but I also can, like, tell you when y'all need to get it together. Um, you need to calm. <laughs> Sit right. down. So, yeah, that's all I'll say about for them. I don't like that. And I really do. And I, um, T, you are definitely the one who got me into sports anime. Mm -hmm. So, and I still haven't watched too many. I may have like three, maybe four on my list um, Mm -hmm. that I could talk about. But with this one, I specifically remember Daichi because I'm like, why are you so caring? Like, why are you so nice? And you're like, like you have the aura of someone that's really a leader, but a team player. And I was like, oh, like, that's so sweet. And then when you're talking about, like, Sugawara, I remember, like, it's exactly how you said it. Like, how he's kind of, like, not the one in the forefront. Like, Daichi's the one talking to him all in the front. But then Sugawara's, like, the behind-the-stage guy that's, like, mm-hmm. got your back from behind to prep you up. So when you get out there and then Daichi's out there, like, in front of everyone, like, yeah, let's do it. So you got him behind. You got him in front. And then Asuna's just the one, like, shadowing from behind. Like, even though he's not the captain, he's the one that's, like, a hovering, loving giant that's just, like, yes. I got you whenever you need me to. And I also like that too, um, just ending it, because uh, like, you know, t- you talking about like them all having kind of like how their personalities have a like have a play. I also like that for who, you know, when you think about sports anime and, you know, it's not like I've seen like so much more than you. I have seen a few more. Eh, well, maybe like, I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. so much, that much. But anyway, wow. the point is, Maybe but, like 10 more me. No, I said and, uh, I in the single digits. It might be five, oh. but um, I really have to look. But the point is, um, I like how Asahi isn't your typical ace. You know, he's not like, actually right. You know, when you think with like, obviously he has a skill. You know, and there's like moments where he has to like actually, which is against you know not what he would normally do, but has kind of have to like big up and be like okay um you can keep it cute but remember you you will have your time but right now i'm that bitch so <laughs> but um but you know it's just like with someone it's kind of like and i think that he can be those type of ex- uh kind of characterizations can be inspiring to people like oh you can have anxiety and still do this thing that's scary to you because mm-hmm. even with the anxiety you still love it you know that type of thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah, who is your second pick? I am here for that. Um, let's see who I want to go through. Okay, we, excuse me. Um, 
we could talk about this one. I am still very much in the early stages. And let me be clear when I say this. I thought this show was only like 12 episodes. Didn't look. I just assumed. This was what assuming gets you. Um, but I'm very happy that it's not. And it's much longer. But I'm talking about Golden Camoey and the duo that I think is just... I, I've only gotten to episode 11. I, I'm i trying to get further. And I will get further by our next episode. I'll just continue on. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm talking about Sugimoto and Aspira. Aspira. I feel like I say. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Wow. <laughs> but Asherpa it shall be today. And for yeah. always. Because that is. <laughs> look, I'm going to give her a new name. But I think they're so cute. But not cute like couple cute. Like, because obviously not. But cute like the dynamic that they have. Because he's like a grown soldier. And she's like. I, I picture her as like. When I saw thought when I saw this show and I started, it reminded me of Princess Mononoke the movie because mm-hmm. it reminded me of um, like that how that whole movie kind of turned out for a second. But she's like you know this young girl that's fully skilled and capable of taking care of herself, like holding her own in the wilderness. Like say if you get stranded and you don't know which way to go, make sure you find us. I'm gonna say it wrong. A sheriff. Seriously. The spelling didn't make sense to me with that now. Like, I hear you. I believe you. It's like, oh, be, oh, are you, oh, because you want to say a sir? Yeah, I don't know. For me, like, I hear it and see it, but it would be like one of those words like pneumonia. And I'd be like, that don't, that's not pneumonia. That's not how that word goes. I don't know. I know that's being dramatic. But with their dynamic, just as far as I've gotten right now, um, they had that situation where he tried to like leave after meeting her village, um, the people in her village and her grandmother and everything. And he was like, well, I'm just going to, you know, he just kind of like left in the middle of the night, you know, those scenes in anime. Mm -hmm. And he ends up kind of getting in trouble and caught by the seventh division. And she goes around looking for him because in her mind, she's not thinking like, he didn't just like leave because, you know, we're supposed to be going to go find all these guys together, blah, blah, blah. Um, and all this other stuff. And when he sees her, he's kind of like, in a sense of after they get saved and get out of it, he's like, you know, it's going to be dangerous. This is how it's going to be. Like, I don't want to like kind of put you in a situation. She's just looking at him like, what are you talking about? We're already in this together. Like, where did you think you were going without me kind of thing? And mm-hmm. I know with her, she, she had lost her father and everything really young and everything. And she kind of just didn't have anyone to really like lean on or depend on in that in that aspect of life and he came along and it was like an instant connection like they have mm-hmm. like it wasn't anything forced and they didn't meet in like you know the best situation he was about to get killed by a bear but when that happened and then you just see how their relationship has evolved and how it was before then it's it's one that's how do I want to say it like it's one that's genuine and it's like you didn't have to know this person for your entire life to know that they're going to be important to you and that you want to continue this like form friendship relationship even after you know the mission as you want to call it is done Mm -hmm. so i'm really happy that he didn't see her as like just like um i mean he wants to protect her obviously he still does like he's still you know a protector but he doesn't see her as like a burden in a sense Mm -hmm. and she doesn't see him as like you know I don't want to call her her saying he's a burden, but she didn't see him as, 
you know, someone that's evil because they obviously run into the ones that are. And even though his name is like what it is, Immortal Sugimoto, and she's like, she doesn't kill, but he's like, he does. And they had differences in those opinions. He was like, you know, you ain't got to get your hands dirty ever. I'll do the grunt work if you just, you know, kind of lead the way. Like, I'm not going to put you in a situation to, you know, to take away from what you believe in and everything. Um, so I don't know. They have a very respectful, fun, their facials kill me. I literally cannot stop laughing at their facials. But fun, loving, dynamic. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm really excited to see how far it goes. But you know more about it than I do, so... Tell me what you think about it. Actually, I also have them on my list, but I have a back. No, I want to talk about it because I want it to like, well, you I, I obviously have no, a backup, still, but like, I want to. I'm still, still, still going to talk about it. I just, I'm going to answer, you know, because you want to know my opinion. I was going to tell you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I was just saying. See, wait, this is I, that best friend telepathy, y'all. Mm-hmm. But, but go I ahead, please. Relax. I didn't even really think about. I didn't even think like, oh, it's possible. But I mean, we had the first thing, <laughs> but then this thing. But yeah. Um. So without spoiling, because I know that you're, um, not all the way there. But um. Yeah. Uh. Why I put them is well, first, I. Yeah, I know I already did them. Uh, as a my husband though, because uh, Sugimoto is the Okay, that's baby daddy, baby girl. Okay, but anyway, um, a man's man right there. Oh, uh, okay, but um, like yeah, like and like you were talking about, I think something I do really like is when you think about um, even the whole killing thing, and even like the the immortal thing. It literally isn't like you know. There's some characters who just you see. And, you know, even at where you are and even after that, who just enjoy killing or who just want revenge. Mm-hmm, or, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. That type of thing. Like, they actually, like, enjoy killing. Like, they see as, like... Yeah, I saw some of those people. And I'm just like, ew. Where Sugimoto is literally, like, I do it to survive. If he doesn't have to kill someone, he won't. But it's like, if it's you or me, it's always going to be you. <laughs> Which I think That's is completely cool. different, you know? Especially because these people aren't just trying to, like fight them there's some people who are literally trying to kill them so it's just like he don't really have an option um but i also like how like you said you know even though at at first the sheriff is just kind of like no but you know she's starting to in pretty early on she sees that there will be situations where you don't have a choice because if someone's trying to end your life and you're just like hey let's not i don't do that they don't care they're still going to they're like "Hmm, bet Right, you just gonna make it easier for them. So, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. saying, like, look, I know you're against that, and I respect that. But um, so then let me just do it, you know. And I think that at first it's kind of sets up like it's just gonna be a bodyguard thing, but you know, you can see like quickly just how um deep um mm. their bond mm. grows and pretty fast. Like you know, when you think about it, uh, because this was this was early on, but there was like a moment when they were like. They were like in the tent and like eating and they got like drunk. And then, um, yes, I saw that one. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, will you remember me after I die? And he was like drunk. So, you know, he made like a silly face. And then that's when she makes like that crying face. And she was like, Sukimoto, don't die, please. Die. <laughs> it was like a silly moment, but you know, like that was like serious. Yeah. 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 You know? So, and then later, and I won't spoil it, of course, but we'll have to talk about it after, uh, you see some of, some more of 
Well, I know you haven't even gotten there yet, but maybe just season two and all. Because um, there's a moment that's like kind of reminiscent of that, but more serious. So season mm-hmm. two. I, I will be caught two. up. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue. Oh, no, sorry. But um, yeah, I just think that almost like working with Ashirpa is like a second chance for him in a way. Mm, I like how you, you know? put that. And like, yeah, because he. Like... No, go ahead. No, I was going to say to bounce off what you said with that, because I know he was saying it to someone um, since you've seen it. I don't know what the guy's name was, but it was the guy that like enjoyed like killing people and stuff. And he was like choking that guy when Sugimoto came to ask him something. He saved him. The one he saved from drowning in the cold water. Do you remember him? He had the tattoos. Um, oh, you and about he was like, Is that his name? He ends up. Is he, does you know, it look like he kind of has a, a boner? Gray fade kind of thing? We went in two different directions with that. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I don't want to say it again. I'm going to cut it out. No, I, I can't even hear you. Now I want to know what you said. I know, <laughs> You're I really funny. Oh. I know what's funny. You said, is he the one that had, and I said, a boner? Because he got, like, excited every time he thought oh, about no. killing him. Okay, you're not talking about Shiraishi. You're talking about, I think his name was, like, Henmei. But the one who literally, like, was like, oh, I want him to kill me so bad. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, him. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, but I remember what you're talking about when you <laughs> saved him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot why I was going with that train of thought. But, oh, oh, he said to him at one point, he was basically like, oh, he's just like me. He enjoys killing this and that. And I remember at the very end, he was like, you're like, he tried to talk, tell him, like, you're like me and this and that. We're the same. And he was like, we're not the same. Like, I don't kill for fun. Like, I do it to survive. And his eyes are like, you know, gleaming and dead ass serious. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, don't put me on your level of, don't put me on your low level because you want to have, you, this is like a sport for you. He's like, I do this right. shit because, like you said, it's me or you, and it's not going to be me. So it's going to be you. So I don't know. That was awesome with that. <laughs> no, I think that's a good point. Like you said, I think too, where something else I like so much about um, Sugimoto is that he, um, I also think this speaks to like Noda and how he wrote wrote the story, but you know it's clear that the Ainu are an indigenous uh culture, so mm-hmm, I just love mm-hmm. how respectful and I think even at the point that you are from the beginning, like Sugimoto has mm. been about her culture. You know how like a lot of yes. people kind of like talk down on them or you know see see their like practices are weird or whatever, but from the mm-hmm. beginning, like. You know, he's never done that and always respected it and actually, like, you know, seems, like, excited to be a part of it. Yes, he definitely is. I love when he eats and every time, instead of saying, eat the takimas, like, thanks for the food in Japanese, he's like, mm, hina, hina. It's so cute. I love that because it's like, you're saying, thank it's basically like him saying, thank you for allowing me into such, like, a sacred part of your life because... Mm-hmm. You know, not many people get to see this and the fact that you are welcoming to me someone that's an outsider, someone that's, you know, technically supposed to be your enemy. You see me as your ally, which he is, but he's just like, you know, this is just, it's so simple, but like the simple things just being included in someone's everyday life in that, um, in that way is just so meaningful because that's them on a daily basis. And I know in real life, you can relate to that too. Like someone, you get to see them just like outside of work or just outside of the, 
I guess if you say you and I work together and that's all the only time we ever see each other, we're like work besties, but getting to see you or go to a family reunion with you or go to a wedding or, you know, the hard times is like, you know, I appreciate you for allowing me into your life to be someone that you can see as like a part of you that can in, like enjoy this or be a support system or whatever the case may be. And I feel like that's how they are. Oh, okay. that I also mm-hmm. love about, you know, because Sugimoto is the only one do, who does this. Uh, Tanagaki also does it. And then. Is um, he the like, baldy one? No, he's like the buff one. Oh, the one who actually, he's like, he left the military and was like, I'm just going to stay here. Yes. With the cyber. Okay, okay, okay. Mm hmm. That's him. What I was trying to kind of end it with was saying that they remind me of, you know, how people. When you what it actually looks like to appreciate a culture versus mm-hmm. just trying to use their things so that you can, you know, have access to it, you know, like those type of things mm-hmm. that are actually appropriation. But that's but they both are examples of appreciation as like outsiders or guests. Like they know that there's like there's no claim and they've never tried to, you know, exploit them or make any claim mm-hmm. on anything that's theirs or try take something from them and pretend, you know, make it seem like it's theirs. Like it's always been with the utmost respect, love, and care. And um, Mm -hmm. that's really nice to see um, because you rarely actually see that. So I also really like that aspect about them. But yeah, like you said, it's just like the perfect perfect team, you know, where it just... And I also like kind of how just like they just randomly met. It wasn't like, you know, a setup kind of thing. So it It really could have gone any kind of way. So just for them to build like such a deep bond where it's just literally like... You know, I think also too, like in animes you also you know a lot of times especially between men and women you don't see that in a way that's outside of romance so to see that Mm -hmm. as literally like you know best platonic partners like you know and I think almost it's like even like really like a best friend level even outside of you know even for like their different I was gonna say they're like Mm -hmm. you know when you think about someone like in a friend way someone being each other's like person like you know uh, we're going we're going through life together like we're gonna um get this goal but we're also going to i'm gonna learn about cheetah top you know when the the thing where you know you mm-hmm, have to mm-hmm. every part of it um or um i want to i want to know more about where you're from like you know because you know all mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. although she started exploring herself but you know still for most of what she knows is a um is a the cotan where she grew up grew up but uh yeah so it's really beautiful to see is basically the point. And they are an iconic duo and um, they're the baddest bitches on the show. Yep. I love it. I'm loving it. And I can't wait to see where it goes. And I really do. I really like um, their relationship for like such a big age gap because it doesn't, and I don't know how it's going to go later on, but from what I can see, it's, it's not your typical, like, Oh, I'm your father type figure. You're my daughter. It's literally like they're friends regardless of like their age and that he is still like, he does have like that like presence of like, I'll protect you, but she's also the one to be like, you know, I'm going to take care of you. So I don't know. I I appreciate that. I think that's a really nice, um, I don't know. I liked it. It's different. And I I enjoyed it because usually people are in the same age category or they take on like a certain role or persona. And this one just hasn't given me that yet, but it's given it me, given that to me, but it hasn't, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. <laughs> so. Yeah, so um, I guess I'll go for my number two. Um, and 
Oh my gosh, I forgot we were still on my. <laughs> okay. If you've seen uh, Carol and Tuesday, it's Carol and Tuesday. Oh, I love <laughs> Oh, that's such a good one. So when you think about um, iconic music duos, I'm just telling you, there is not going to be a better anime one than them. It, it, and I haven't seen every music anime, you know, but I'm just telling you mm -hmm. right now, there is not a music anime that's better than Carol and Tuesday. And I'm sticking by that. Because not only thinking, thinking about like what we get, like the quality of music, like these are like, and I, I know we feel this way about a lot of anime songs, but it's like, this is like literally music that just like amazing music. And I think like when you think about the, the context that it was made, it was made for the anime. So it's like, I don't know, that's even more impressive to me. It's not like, oh, you know, we want to, this is like someone's debut album. Like this was made for the anime, but the music is amazing. Like, and like the songs mm -hmm. are so mm -hmm. deep and they all have so many different like levels. But um, when we get back to the duo part, they're kind of like a, another kind of like just ra random happenstance duo. So like, you know, they're both kind of playing their music on the street, on the streets of Mars. And if you don't get it, that, that just means you have to say, see it so you can get more of the, uh, the context of why it takes place on Mars. Mm -hmm. but, um, so they're just playing on the street of Mars, kind of hoping, you know, that they can make something shake. And then, um, I'm not sure, and not to go too much in it, I'm not sure if, no, they aren't found first. They somehow like start, you know, working together. And then mm -hmm. they come up with a song called If You When I Tell You the Loneliest Girl. <gasps> it's on the iPhone. It's on the iPhone. It's so good. And literally, not even just their music, the whole soundtrack is good um for both parts. It's just I like that. you know, when you think about when we think about Grammys, they will be sweeping the singer songwriter category, okay? Like it's just like sweeping sweeping like sorry like we need a bucket to carry the Grammys. like best song best record album of the year like it's literally wow. that quality so i think like with two girls who had no you know who knew nothing about each other they just happened to kind of like meet because they were doing the same thing and then thinking like we would be a really good pair uh mm -hmm, why don't mm -hmm. we think about or you know try like collaborating and then really seeing just how much their voices and you know personal personalities meld because you know it became more than just like we're uh in this together they became like genuine friends and really like honestly more like sisters um they really did so especially because you know they were living together you know they were them uh roddy which is the sweetest boy ever and gus their manager it was day in, day oh, out, you know, trying to make it. So just seeing them being able to reach such heights. And, and and then, you know, it even goes just beyond music, you know, without spoiling too much, they, like, bring people together for, like, a really big cause. Um, like, you know, fighting kind of, like, injustice. So, and through the, just through music. Uh, so I think that, um, which shows how powerful it is. It really is, like, when you think of iconic duos, it's like, what's more iconic than that, you know? Yeah, and then for them to um, go through it, like, along with the music, but I feel like what influenced a lot of their music was, like, 
their upbringings and like yeah. their living situations and everything mm-hmm. and like you can literally hear that like they're they're literally teenage girls so we'll start there um so they, they've had life experiences that i feel like people should never have to go through and that also like for to be so young to be going through these things um and then just to as a way of an outlet for them is through their music and i know a lot of people can understand that and for them to just connect even though they came from two different worlds they're they're like struggles they understand like the hurt that both of them have or the struggles that they like they might not understand exactly what it is but they understand that you know i feel your pain on what you're saying from what you're telling me and i'm here for you because i'm experiencing in this aspect kind of thing so mm-hmm. it's like you hear it so i'm really like oh y'all did that that's what you call um your rare bestie that just fell out the sky the sky that's what you call right, fate. Like it just happened yeah, like you said. Yes. Because they, I don't think they ever would have met, they would never have been in another situation where they could have met to do something like this. Otherwise, not giving, you know, what what all transpired. No, yeah, I 100% I, agree. Uh, and like you said, that music? The so music. Good. The music. Uh, Amazing. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what Tiana said, what's the one word? Iconic iconic that's it that's all they got <laughs> i'm so here for it mm. but yeah so um, okay what's yours all right my number which one did i do i did that one i did that one. Oh, my number three so i don't well these are this is okay this is from one of my favorite animes from nana i am just going to start it off strong with saying that the iconic duo that I have is Nana Osaki and Nana Komatsu, like both Nanas that are in the show. And I feel like they have more, like they don't do anything special. Like they don't do sports or anything like that. This is kind of like a drama slice of life anime where you kind of just go with them and do what happens over time. But I feel like the way their friendship is portrayed throughout the entire anime is what makes it iconic. There are, I will say, some mishaps, and um, I, I'll talk about those along the way. But the overall concept of how their their whole like setup is is one that I feel like everyone wishes they could honestly have. But these two girls met randomly on a train. They were going for different reasons. One's going to live with her boyfriend. The other one's going for music. Um, and they just met. What are the odds that you're going to sit in a seat next to someone who has the exact same name as you? Like, y'all are the same age. Like, you're going to Tokyo at the same time for random things. And, you know, it starts off very, like, coincidental. And their friendship over time, they're complete opposites. Nana um, Komatsu, the one that has, like, the reddish kind of brown hair, she's, like, super bubbly, outgoing, boy crazy, just always on the go, like, in the know kind of girl. Um and then Osaki's very chill, laid back, aloof, and just like zen, if that makes sense. Those are the vibes. But their dynamic, they mesh so well. Like they balance one another because they both have something that the other doesn't, that they, I guess, aspire to have or aspire to be like. And they want to be better in that way for each other. But where the, I feel like the the duo just takes a little bit of a, um, I don't want to like it takes a little bit of a toll and where it gets a little strained mm-hmm. is that their communication is mm-hmm. trash 
Mm-hmm. Like when things start to, when things progress in the anime, their communication is not good at all, but they have like, they have like the, the same thoughts about one another. It's like, none of them are saying it though. So they're like thinking about each other. They're wanting to see each other. They're hoping that they're okay. Or they have a feeling that maybe something's wrong, but neither one of them's reaching out to one another because of the circumstances that transpired. They feel like they can't reach out. And part of that for Nana Osaki's side of things is because she never grew up with that kind of relationship with anyone or that kind of love. She was abandoned by like her mom at a young age, her grandma passed away after that. And then she was kind of just treated as like an, like an outcast in a sense. So she, she never really thought like, oh, she wouldn't want to hear from me. Like, you know, she doesn't want to do this, but I really want to make sure she's okay. Let me see if I can do stuff like sublimity. Sub, subliminal messages and stuff to her mm-hmm. and I remember one of them just to point it out it's like when she started getting a little bit bigger um she left a, um, a message for her on a tv broadcast they were doing an interview and she like snatched the mic and she was like I forgot exactly the words but she said something 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 Hachi and Hachi is the name that like Nana gave to the uh, Nana Osaki gave to Nana Kamatsu because they had the same name and like the whole band knew to her so she was basically telling her like you just watch we're gonna make it big um Nana but she hadn't seen her in months at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then Nana, of course, or Hachi, that's what I'll call her. She's over here, like, all teary-eyed and jerky. Like, look, she's she's the message to me. Like, she still remember, like, you know, like, thinking, like, so she is thinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just ended up being, like, one of those things. But I remember one of the scenes where um, you would watch the anime, you would see it, and Nana Osaki, the one that's a rock bander, said, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like a teenage girl, like, falling in love from this feeling that I've never had. But it wasn't, like, love, like, oh, my gosh, like, I want you to be my forever. But it's kind of like I've never had a friendship like this. I've never had someone understand me as well as you did, but we're so opposite. I've never felt this way or this kind of caring for anyone ever. And, like, I want to be able to treasure this and treasure the the like moments that we have and the the bond that we have she said because it's just so so different she was like you're so special to me and not in like a romantic kind of way it's like you're you're just very special you're like the most important person to me and nana also felt the same way about that i wish they would have communicated more but i mean of course you know but i wanted to say like their dynamic duo i feel like it's one of those like red string of fate ones mm-hmm. where you find someone that just has that connection with you, like through thick or thin, kind of like a twin telepathy thing, kind of like how mm-hmm. twins have that. I feel like that's what they had. Um, and yeah, that's why they're they're definitely one of like the most iconic duos. Aside from, you know, some little mishaps, I am like all on board for it, here for it. And yeah, I love them. I love both of them. And they both went through different, they definitely both had different upbringings. So for them to connect so well on so many different levels versus, you know, it's kind of like a, Ruby, uh, Ruby and Tuesday. <laughs> um, Carol and Tuesday. Uh, thank you. Uh, why was I about to say Ruby Rose next? I don't know what, what, Look, but Carol and Ruby, Ruby. Okay. What's a Ruby? I, who's a Ruby? I've heard of. But I got what you're uh, saying. <laughs> yeah. So um, it reminds me of them from the different backgrounds that they had and then just coming into this and then having such like an iconic situation so yeah they would be definitely top tier up there but i know you haven't seen it just yet and whenever you want to you know do that girl i am here for you to watch it for the 512th time nope that's completely fine and what i was gonna say is um 
I can't speak on, uh, like you said, I can't speak on it officially because I haven't seen it yet. But from what I've heard and I have seen about it, I totally mm-hmm. um, can see that. You know, everyone, in, you know, Nana's iconic for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Not iconic. I mean, come on now. Not uh, iconic. I feel like I'm so, blushing for him. <laughs> So, but yeah, I definitely, once I see it, I will give you more thoughts. Sounds great. We will circle back around. So for my, uh, what's the word? Third. Backup. Because <laughs> I had Sugimoto in a Sherpa. I uh. have chosen, um, how'd I forget? Oh, Kakashi and Guy. So. What? Um, <laughs> So I think that, you know, just because obviously we don't get to see like a whole lot about, you know, anything we really see them teaming up with other than like maybe a couple of situations in in the present. Like there's a situation during the war. There's a situation during when they were younger, you know, when they were like, you know, in their mm-hmm. kind of teens. Uh and then there was a situation like at the beginning of Shippuden where both of their teams were on doing a mission together. And those are really the main situations that we see. Um, but it's still clear, even with that, like, you know, the bond that they have. And then there's a whole situation where, you know, it's kind of like a silly episode, but it's like sentimental because it's just like guys showing. And I'll still write Naruto spoilers, but I'm sorry if you haven't seen it. I'm so, it's a it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm about to talk about is a, technically I think at least parts of it might be a filler anyway but anyway there's this whole I think where we really get to see just how much they mean to each other outside of flashbacks because people have may have their opinions say like when Kakashi was going through his darkest time the only person you know people were trying to get through to him but the only person who would literally not give up and just be like oh he's just gonna go through it we'll hope that you know he comes out of it eventually mm-hmm. is Guy like guy would literally to the point of bothering him and yes kakashi wasn't really giving him any leeway for a long time but actually and to be honest guy really started it when he lost his dad and that's like like the first big trauma and we know a whole bunch a whole lot of he loses a whole lot of people after that but guy just was kind of like you know how people talk about how when we think about what a really a best friend really is they say shikimaru uh is naruto's best friend he really does have his back oh he always has but um right i think that kakashi guy is kakashi's best friend and vice versa but there's this whole little thing where they're like you know since they were kids they had these things where they have little battles and go back and forth it was like i think they were like tied and this is when they were Mm -hmm. adults this was like in the present time during like chippendin so then they had this last battle where they were running all through the uh the village and running up mountains and like throwing things at each other so it was really funny and cute um and then at the end like kakashi wins and then guy surprises him with like roses because although this is before it actually happens but at this time it seemed like kakashi was going to be because they didn't know when so now they was going to wake up so kakashi was about to be the next hokage so he was just kind of saying like you know i just want you to always tell you how proud i am of you and basically uh you're going to be great and all that and then kakashi was like saying how like you know because Guy was almost saying it like it was like a goodbye kind of thing. And then no, Kakashi sir. was like, <laughs> no, like, we're always going to be friends. And I literally need you in my corner. Like, I couldn't do this without you. Like, basically, like, you're my guy, Guy. 
You're my guy, guy. Hashtag. Right. Um, so I think seeing how like Guy was there for Kakashi and also how like Kakashi was there for Guy just because at the end, in order to like be there kind of like help every you know, everyone win the war. By mm-hmm. um Guy has this fight where it seemed like he was gonna die, but he didn't, but it did he did become paralyzed. So even though it's not shown a whole lot because it's like the end of Naruto, but just from like um, what I've read and the little bit I've, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot about Boruto and people have like, you know, their own feelings about that, about like Boruto. I feel like it's very mixed how people feel about it, but even in what I have seen, like and read Kakashi played a big part in like cheering guy up and making sure like, you know, he still, you know, he still was him. That, it was like, because you yeah, know, guys yeah. like jovial and he, 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 and work yes, out. Yes, yes. So he was like there to make sure that, you know, he still was able to be himself even with what he experienced. Obviously, you know, not saying like get over it, but just like, hey, like I'm showing the same, you know, the same way you were there for me through I'm my, whole, my traumas when I just wasn't letting anybody in. Um, I'm here for you because this is a big life change. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so with that, I would say, and then that's another thing people always bring up. And I just think that this is just because of the writing, but when you really look at it, you know, there's like that moment when um, back, back in the day, everybody knows this moment because er- you they talk about it all the time, they show clips all the time. <laughs> but you know when like, uh, Kakashi's trying to get through the Sasuke and he's kind of like, um, and Sasuke's like, well, come back and talk to me when um, everyone, or if everyone you love is dead or if I killed everyone you Ooh. loved or something. And then um, Kakashi is basically that. like, that's already happened. So, Maybe here I am. <laughs> but you know, people are like, what about Guy? But I think what the thing, the point is like, he, it's not like him like devaluing their relationship what i saw was as he's just talking about you know when he thinks about his losses it was every you know and not that's not saying god was important to him but you know what i'm saying it still isn't like it's still just saying like i think mirroring mirroring just how much he's lost mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's clear that you know like i said that like they're best friends and that they really have like held each other up even when they didn't want the help, but still was there to help them basically, get through. Basically, like, hey, I'm going to, you know what, through thick and thin, through whatever happens, no matter what goes on, I'm going to have your back when shit hits the fan. Um, it's pretty much how the dynamic of that relationship is. Because I feel like after, I haven't gotten to ship it in. I don't care about the spoilers if I hear them about Naruto now, but... Right. Um, you know, but about the part you're talking about, I haven't gotten to that or anything, but I feel like for a guy with the personality that I know him to have from the regular, like the first part of Naruto, to be put in a situation where he's no longer mobile on his own for someone that was probably one of the most active, just for fun, like just works out just for shits and giggles, to be put in this situation was probably, I know it was definitely hard for him, but to have Kakashi kind of come around and be that, you know, that support system that he needed, especially when it was probably becoming one of his darkest moments, was one that probably saved him from going into, like, the darkest, darkest sides of things. Right. 
So no, I definitely I agree. Fucks with it. Mm-hmm. I fuck with it heavy. Aw, guy and Kakashi, and it's like one of those relationships where you just like you see it, but you don't think it. Mm-hmm. Like you see the relationship, but it's like they're so like guy so quirky, funny, and then Kakashi so like cool and aloof kind of thing that you're just like their friendship's cute but then you're just thinking like oh like from the outside in like maybe guys are knowing Kakashi but it's like no we're actually something called friends yeah Ah. it's like that best friend thing where it's like now I will say is it started off as a forced friendship because Kakashi was not interested (laughs) at all but um Kakashi was to himself and I was like uh I don't care what you're interested in um, it's kind of like I'm here to say, and then he grew on him. So he was like, "Dang, I guess I do like him, and he's my best friend." I love that. It's not like um, uh, what is his name from Jujutsu Kaisen? Gojo and Nanami. See, not not ex- not to the point of Kakashi and uh, <laughs> not not being like that annoying, but I'm thinking of like Nanami being say, like the cool and aloof. But oh, oh, okay, you're saying like the dynamic, yes, yes, just the, the dynamic, dynamic, not not anything else. <laughs> like like Nanami's like, I might call you a friend. Nanami, y'all just get on everybody's nerves, and I was tweeting about this because I was saying, you know, without spoiling, the moment and it happens in the next season that Toji meets a. <laughs> Gojo, he was a million person. He was like, I really hate him. And people were saying, like, that's how a lot of people, I guess, react to Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius. Uh, I only really have one Sagittarius friend, and they're a new friend, but they're great. Um, uh, and they're a good friend, but so I can't really. No, but if they were a Gojo Sagittarius, I'm gonna be honest, I don't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Gojo would get on my nerves bad. I would probably be Nanami because Nanami is also a cancer. So I would be the Nanami to the Gojo. Like, stop. Why? (laughs) The low voice is what, how you know, like, I can't take it anymore. Like, I'm sick. Yeah, Gojo be, um, Gojo be Gojo Wink. I mean, we talked That's about That's all that. I can say about that. Gojo be Gojo Inc. And not everyone can handle that. Actually, not a lot of people can handle it. Some people don't have a choice with how things are set up. But to, he needs to take a chill pill. The stuff when he get down and dirty with them fights, I'm here for it. Other than that, sir, we need to do better. But no, I, I, I feel you. <laughs> That's it. Well, we that we finished uh our part two. So um, Woo-hoo! on to husbandos. Our husbandos who's throwing it back up. Whoa! <laughs> but um, do you want me to start or you want to go? Um, I guess I can go since you went last. Sounds good. Let's do it. Who you got as your husbando? Yeah. I also think since um, even though it's not coming out on Valentine's Day, since we're recording on Valentine's Day. It would be cute, too, if, like, at the end, you uh, you say, like, Aww. where you would want them to take you. Well, that would be cute. Like, our, our, like, the date that I feel like if I went with this person, what we would do and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
or like where I would want to do. You know, it's kind of the same thing. I get, I, okay, okay. Ah! Sorry, I got excited. Like I'm really about to go on a date with this person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but uh, so I am choosing, uh, I don't, I think, you know, if you see my tweets, I have talked about starting this recently um, and I'm almost done, but I shout out to uh, one of my closest friends, Chris. She and, and my other friend, Simone, she, they definitely have been pushing the psychopath agenda and, you know, mm. it's an agenda that should be pushed because it is really great. But, and there's several, you know, husbandos on the list and, you know, we'll come back to the, them another day, but the ultimate, the one of one, the top one is uh, oh Shinya Kogami. He's the main character on psychopath, right? Uh, I think Akane is the main character, but in wait, let me look him up. Like, I have not the of the second of the first season, which is like the second the main character, basically. Um, oh, but yeah, okay. Shinya Koko Kogami Shinya. Sorry, my computer is being slow. It told me whoever I looked up doesn't exist. So let's go to Google because oh, I your, know. I was about to say you also could look in your pictures because I think I actually sent you the picture. Oh shoot! Let when me I get was my watching phone. the Hold movie, on. it's like um, it's like orange in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the main character, right? The uh, woman you got the angle from down low. <laughs> no, yeah, but like I said, Akane, the girl, is actually the main character. But oh, girl, no. Okay, I know exactly who you're talking about. Then, yes, yes. Sorry, I meant the main guy. Yes, yes, the main guy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, um, let's see what makes Kogami a, a husband though without making this too long. Um, one, <laughs> two. Um, you know, I think there can be different ways that you know someone can be like brolic. I feel like it's in like a more low key way because in that pic- mm-hmm. in that uh, movie, I was like, wait, hold on. Once he see that's that's another test. Um, you know, people say like, you know, when men get in like hair hair pieces to like throw them in the pool to see if it's real, and I'm not gonna do that. That's a, that's a <laughs> I know it's funny though. But another thing is, uh, have that man put on an Under Armour shirt Ooh. or any of those type. I tell you, in that movie, it looked like a second skin, and I was like, you know what? What'd you say? Either time. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I am preparing to enjoy my meal. Um, Stop. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, then he's like smart, you know, witty. You know, he can kind of be like, he kind of seems like standoffish a bit at the beginning, but you can see that, you know, he's really not like that. It's just kind of like with some of the things he's been through, he just kind of like, isolated a little bit more but just through like you know once you get to know him then like he opens up and you know he's someone you can depend on he's someone uh that's caring you know he'll make fun of you a little bit but like in a fun way um yeah I already said uh he's like inquisitive so I feel like you know men like that you know they will really want to know about you right it's not just like Mm -hmm. like the favorite thing like what's your favorite color like it'll be like deeper things um what's your psyche <laughs> sorry i was trying to relate to the show funny the way you said it. um 
then um trying to think what it what else they like they literally made him perfect and i know only perfect men exist in um and media but i'm and i'm thinking really it's only specific media too but and not even perfect in the way where like you know kind of how like i see for example to me and one day i'm gonna really get into this one too so Hades from Laura Olympus, he's also perfect to Ooh. me, but not, you know, that, that day is going to be one. But anyway. Well, I feel like when it finishes, I feel like when it finishes and when she finishes everything, that's when we should do it because, <sighs> girl, that's going to be a part one, two, three, four kind of thing. Right. But, um, what was I going to say? Um, Hades, but oh, not in the way. Perfect, not because they're like, you know, they're without flaws. It's like the type of people that they are, you know, because like they show up, you know, it's like, okay, I do have like, I have things I'm working through or issues or, you know, mm-hmm. trauma. I don't see traumas as flaws, of course. Um, But, you know, it's not like saying someone's perfect because they are, you know, n- n- everything, nothing's wrong. You know, that's not what makes them perfect. It's the way that like, I think for me, you know, they're open. They're willing to learn. Like they mm, how um, they carry themselves. Right. They know. They're aware of what they have to work through. You know, and they're gonna uh, try to find a way to work through that. You know, I think that's that type of thing. Um, the way they treat you, the way they see you. You know, and although we don't really see Kagami with a love interest, you know, he he's kind also kind of like the Hades type, where it's like you know, once it's up and stuck it is like that's it um so hmm. yeah i mean literally it's like what's not to love you know in the yeah. as far as the love way and you know the uh sideways way so um <laughs> baby the rose rose him down please let me know oh my gosh rose rose, okay. rose. He would have to be at least he would have he would have to be like Toga. No, Toya. What's to- his name? <laughs> what, what's your, Why would you? Is it Toya? Who are you talking about? When you said oh. Toya, I thought of Toya Jackson. I said, wait, no. What is wrong with you? Why Toya, that was the first Toya. Toya Jackson. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm talking about um, the guy from Yakuza Lover. Oh, Oya. Oya. Okay. But like how you said is broke. Sorry. Like literally. Ooh. I'm telling you 10 out of Ooh. 5. For Your Valentine's each, Day. Each rose is two roses. Okay. I'm Stop. It really, he really, Stop. really is. Well, also, baby, I guess I'll sure. see you in nine months. I mean, <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, um, I also think that, you know, just from, you know, the energy he carries, the way he talks, much confirmed. So, you know, that adds more character, that adds more much layers. I mean, he'll eat it like <laughs> a mango. So, what is there? Not love, you know, and even just like not a mango. 
And it's just like, bro, that's no. wild. <laughs> I mean, like the song, <laughs> that's what uh, Cardi said. And you know when she said it, it's like when you get the picture, that's how you should be doing it. So, um, he made a good point, and I definitely, I'm here definitely for it. On that. Just like how I said, um, Sugimoto also is a confirmed much. So is Renji. Shoot, hey, these two. The list could go on. But the point is, Maybe. um, yes, 10 out of 5. Mm. Anything above a 5, even though the, it's only 5 is the highest no. it can go, like, you know, because it's like 5 roses out of 5 roses, it would have to mm-hmm. be more because it's him. It's, it just has to be more. It's 5 just isn't enough to qualify um the skill you would be getting mm, okay 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 i love this baby i love this for you that's ah! i want the scale to be broken i want you to not be able to pick up your phone when i'm calling you the next day because you're still in shock i want you to hit me up a few days later and be like girl i just started walking again we had a that's time last you. night <laughs> <laughs> that's what i want my God. I mean, that's Woo. what, you know, it definitely will. Oh, and then he would be like the, you know, the type where it's just kind of like, they kind of just act like, you know, low key, but then, you know, kind of like we talked about anonymy, but then, um, mm. he's going to mm. be like, you know, mm. you know, when people try to like push you to wake you up, like kind of to wake you up. And then mm-hmm. you don't have a, a plate with a breakfast, like that little, you know, the little tray thing people got for breakfast. Yes. Yes. Period. Um, hi. hi. And he'll be like, I just put this together, like, and then, like, chill. Like, you know, it would just be like, please. Okay, Sundari. No, you didn't. You chef it up. <laughs> like, simmer down. I'd be like, all right, fine. My robe dropped to the ground. If you insist. I'm, if you got to twist my arm, I mean. <sighs> right, like, please. But yeah, um, and then for the date question. Where are he taking you? Where is a man of such caliber taking you? I feel like y'all date starts like the, I was going to say the real date starts at night. And I didn't mean like that. I meant like the extravagant part of it started mm-hmm. at night. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say, look, I'm going to take on the Red Lobster. <laughs> Stop it. You're done. I mean, You're done. Look, you are D-O-N-E done. You know, I said that when she said, why she said she taking the red lobster? <laughs> um, but let's see. Where will we go? Tiana has met her match. I mean, I have several matches. He's just one of the many. Um, He's just the most recent match that's just like up there, up there, breaking a scale. One day we're going to have to go through our list because for for all the people before I made this road system and rate them on there. Um, but I am um, ready. <laughs> I was gonna say um I feel like he knows like okay so you know like when people you know he kind of is like the type that he would actually plan it right and you know mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. you'd be like oh I don't know about that but mm-hmm. but you know he would know like all the low key spots like you'd be like oh I never you know if, let's say that it was like I don't want to use Atlanta. Um, let's say that <laughs> that's no shade. It really isn't. But I just think about a date night, like on like a Friday or Saturday in Atlanta sounds hellacious. Um, just because like, you know, if you don't 
parking, traffic. I was just thinking about all of that. But anyway, you're just like, I'm like, not doing that on the outskirts a little bit. But you know, it could be like an area that you're familiar with. But it's like, oh, I never knew this place. Like, you know, one of those little low key spots where it's like, if you know, you know, like a hidden gem. Mm, and like then, a speakeasy? Not exactly like a speakeasy, but I could do, I wasn't thinking of speakeasy, but it could be, do, it could do that. But the it could be like that. But the only reason why I would say mm-hmm. no is because I actually want to eat real food. Um, but Fair enough. Cause it, isn't that just kind of like a bar? It is. Some have like food, like tapas and stuff. Some have. It yeah, just depends. Like, um, it's like very chill. But you know what? How about this? Not a speakeasy, but a similar vibe. Okay, I fucks with it. Yeah. So um, maybe that kind of thing, you know. And he's like, you know, they know him, so you know, like this is like his spot. And then, you know, he was mm, I like, like a man that's well known like that. Right. You know, with the bar, like, hey. And then, like, you know, when it's almost done, like, you know, I go to the bathroom or whatever. And then um, he ordered a dessert for us to share. Um, yeah. It's something Stop. like that, you know? And. Okay. You know where we're going next? Mm-hmm. to his penthouse suite and it, with it all glass like, windows it would be like, like a condo like, no motel six he live on the top floor baby glass windows all glass windows on the top floor the windows oh, are open that, okay point. windows are wide open <laughs> i'm just saying People are, look, no one else is on the top floor with you, so it don't matter if the window's open or not. Shit, unless they got binoculars and they look a hella hard, you gonna get a show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's what I'll say. So, now I want to hear, um, yours. Who did you choose? Well, uh, <laughs> well, let me just say this. I feel like T gave y'all the spicy dicey of it all. Mine's more of a wholesome, like, not, he ain't doing all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's so funny that you said that. And I'm over here like, I love mine still to death. But he he's not on like that, that he's not a, let me just put it this way for prefix. He's not a, a number five on the road scale. That's how I can describe it. Okay. Um, and real quick, when you watch Psychopaths, you have to let me know if you agree. I'm pretty sure you'll agree, but... I'm going to um, Psychopaths. Once I finish Golden Camoey, Psychopaths, is, I told you that next one right there. Actually, they're about to be neck and neck. So maybe we'll start the first episode today when I come see you. Oh, okay. Who knows? So, but yeah, you're yeah. going into yours. All right, so going into mine... My individual is, and I know last week I know I had, um, when we were talking, I know I said I had token, like, blondes, but I don't typically go for the blondes, and it was funny because I had this person, like, in my queue of people, and he just so happened to be the one that I chose for Valentine's Day, and I was like, oh, that's so cute, you're so wholesome, you're, like, the sweetest one, so I chose Nobu from Nana, can you tell me on a Nana, like, like, scheme lately? But he's the mm-hmm. blonde one that's in Blast that grew up with Nana Osaki and everything. But 
So let me start off with the basic and then work my way up. But Nobu is definitely a lover boy, but like wholesome lover to whereas he's like, he wants the one and only, not looking at anyone else's direction. It's called, um, what is that called? Commitment. Something that some people seem to struggle with. It's called you loyal. Said, uh, you said, you just can't even spell Prague. You... <laughs> can't it's called faithful it's called not giving the time of day to anyone else that is a noble a noble is that that is he he is he you get what i'm saying but he's also the yes he's just so wholesome like to where he wants you to have the world he has the aura of like i love you i love you like ten thousand percent and i want you to have everything to make you happy I want you to be the one to like reach your dreams. I want you to be the one, not saying that he doesn't read his, but he wants you to, he wants to see you so, he wants to see you win so bad. Like he wants to be your, he is your biggest cheerleader. He is the one that's supporting you from like, if he's across the world, he's the one supporting you staying up all night or all day or like y'all in different time zones. He's staying up just to see you, just to say, I love you. Good night. Oh, right. Just just so you didn't go to sleep without hearing him tell you he loved you. That's it. That's the kind of guy that Nobu is. And I am. Uh, no, that is like, like you said, romance down. He is. Yes, he is a romance. He is a Casa. Is that what they call a Casanova? Well, no, because that, that's more like a player. Nope. He's not a Casanova. I take it back. <laughs> he's just a lover like in a healthy way right you know not yes. like in a player way but like in a way where it's like like the oh like he will love you know kind of like how i honestly see like i keep bringing him up oh y'all y'all are not ready when i do this one but like you know like hades like in that lover boy type of way mm. where it's just like they when they love you they love you yes like yes that, he gives like, me slip he gives me slick Hades vibes. He was a very first level of Hades vibes only because he didn't get to progress that far with his romance with who I'm referring right. to. So like, I didn't get like, to see it go that far. But but if he got it, he would be like that. Yes, that is him. That is him. I promise you. And the thing that I love, y'all, the thing that I love in a man is your ambition. You got to be someone who's going after something at all times. You can't just be sitting here and be like, well, I got my nine to five and now I'm good for the rest of my life. Fuck that. Where is your drive? Why are you not trying to do anything? Like that is something that every man needs to have. And Nobu has it. He had that since he was in high school, actually, because he was like, we're going to be a band. We're going to do this. We're going to go that. Like he kept going until he got there, until they finally made it big and everything. And then boom, here he is. So his ambition, he's hardworking. Um, and he really does want to see the best in everyone, like his lovers specifically, but like in everyone else, like he has like the best intentions for them. He's never thinking that someone's trying to be malicious, which is also a little bit of a downfall because people are malicious people out there and they're just mean and cruel. But I love that he sees the best in everyone because he's not thinking that anyone's trying to do the worst. So yes, Nobu is going to be my Valentine. He is the one I want on my Valentine right now because I need someone to love and care for me. I need someone to cater me in a way that I feel like, I want you to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. The girl? I knew that that's where you, I knew when you got there, you <sighs> going be a girl. Uh, that's what I need. <laughs> the girl. I felt it in the pits of my soul. Like, that is what I need. Uh, um, 
Yes, so Nobu is my Valentine. Um, on the rose scale, my man is a lover. He is. Mm -hmm. He is wholesome to a T. With that being said, I'm going to lay it out for you guys like this. He is a not about to... Um, <laughs> he... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. But he doesn't want to hurt me in any way. Mm -hmm. Not even behind closed doors. He wants to make sure I'm okay at all times, which is cute. It's sweet. I love that. But I need to be roughed up a little. I don't. But I don't your need. Thing you is to like do... you need to be able to do like both. I need you to do both. And Noble like is might so be too sweet, gentle. Yes, yes. He's oh, a little too gentle, okay. and I need yeah. someone a little rough, a little bit rougher. So this is how you I base out the rough out. Gentle and be rough, but if you're just, if it's just that. If it's like that, like you said, but there's if it's I, like gentle to a certain degree, then it's just kind of like, yeah, but you know, I feel I feel like he's like right there before he actually does something to where it's like I feel like the furthest he would do is probably like smack my ass, and then he like he'd be fine with it too, like that wouldn't phase him. But if I'm like, can you choke me a little? Do this, he'd probably be like, mm -mm. like it's just not. He's just like no. <laughs> It's not even a question. Uh, uh I can't do it. So this is more. Um, I see this one more as like a love making versus of uh, my head's gonna be spinning at the end in like that kind of way. So on the row scale, I'm giving him a two point five mm -hmm. because I feel like it'll be great. It'll be immaculate. It'll be what I want, but it's not gonna be everything that I could have. He's not gonna give me everything that I need. He's not going to, like I said, give me that edge right there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you're like a good lover, but I need a little bit more. So that's where we are. Still great. Just a little bit more to it. That's what and I want. And after, too, you know, like, time. How you described it, like, not that it would be bad, but you know, it, even with like going on the more love making side, it, it still could be like, okay, you could do a little more though. Yeah, just a little bit more. And I feel like he's, but he's like, you know, he's in the thing like, I love you so much. I don't want to hurt you. And it's like, you're not hurting me. You're That's helping me. Right. But it's just like, <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> yes. And I feel like after, you know, a little bit of practice and stuff, he'll get it. He'll be fine. He'll make his wake up to a solid 3.5. I don't know if he can go further than that, honestly. Yeah. But some people, you know, some people <laughs> don't have the five out of five or more than five out of five uh, in them. It's, yeah. It is completely fine because sometimes I don't want to um, go on to work the next day not knowing who I am or what my name is. Sometimes I have to be coherent enough to understand that I'm Bria and last night was, I can, whew, you know those nights where you're just thinking of like with the ones that are five out of five, like if you think about how you just said it with um, Kogami, you go in the next day and you just be like, wow. What who you you're, You don't know how to speak English no more. Your legs don't work. You just you're just compumbled. You don't know what's going on. But that That's how I feel. Like, you know, like with the five out of fives and the more than five out of fives, they also know how to do both. But I mean, most times it is going to, you know. Yes. It out the It'll, but see, look, they'll start off. They'll start off to whereas he will reach his plateau. Like how Nobu reaches his plateau at that 2.5 rows of being sweet and stuff. That's kind of how, you know, our five out of fives are higher start off with. Mm -hmm. And we're already at that point. And so then it gets higher than that. And then you can, can just exceed, baby. No. Yeah. I mean, yes. But no. No in the best way. 
No, but then, and I was thinking about what you were saying too, with like thinking about Kogami too, because it would be kind of like the, you know, me and you uh, are both brats. So then I would be like, <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna, you know, you know, the little talking back. And then I would, yeah. and then, um, I would be proven wrong. And then I'll be like, oh, guess I shouldn't say nothing. But oop, guess I should. Because uh, it'll be like, what you gonna do? Like, oh wait, have you ever? Okay, how far did you get in insecure? Um, I think I'm on season three. Um, I didn't finish. I got to where Lawrence. I got to where Lawrence was like, um, what he do? I mean, he's having the the baby with oh girl, oh, okay. the other girl. I don't, I don't know if that's when Molly started dating Andrew, which was like the Asian guy. But there was like one type. There was one point oh, yes, they yes. were like. Okay, so you might have seen it, but it was like they went to dinner or something, and she was like, "You ain't about to do nothing." And then the next thing you see is him knocking it out the frame, and that was literally <laughs> me and you are definitely like, "You ain't about to." Mm, you ain't about. Mm. And then, like you said, it'll go back to uh, um, you gonna have to call out the work. So then I'll be like, "Oop, my job calling me at this point." I guess you told me. I guess you look. It was worth every um every second. It was worth not having that paycheck. <laughs> was on you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I definitely could see that just from because I looked at, I looked him up because I wasn't sure which one that was. Um, mm-hmm. but I definitely but you see? see that. Yeah, I could see it from what you um how you describe it because he does seem like that type. Even just looking. Yeah. At yeah, like sweet. You're so sweet, but. Um, our date would be a very wholesome, sweet one. I feel like he'd start off, he'd pop up at the house, he'd pop up at the Christmas with flowers. Yeah. My favorite flowers. So he'd pop up with some sunflowers right there, the biggest ones mm-hmm. he'd get. And he'd be like, Hey, I'm here to pick you up. Um, you know, I had something sent to you. Did it not get here yet? Oh, don't worry, I'll come inside for a while. Let me make you something. So I'm over here getting ready because he popped up earlier than he was supposed to for this. Then the package arrives and he got me this really gorgeous dress and everything, blah, blah, blah. Simple, not extravagant or anything. And he's like, all right, I got a whole date for his plan. He has a day planned out. We go get brunch. We're having mimosas and everything, you know, just enjoying ourselves. Um, By the end of it, he takes me to, I just based it off of Atlanta when we just thought about this. So I was like, he takes me to the, um, the eye or whatever the thing is, the Ferris wheel thing oh, in Atlanta. Right. Yeah, I know. He like, takes me to wheel, one of those. Yeah. And we're watching the sunset and everything. Then we go to the sundial down there. It's like okay. very low key, simple, but like upscale. And mm-hmm. we just have a nice little dinner kind of thing. We go to the bars afterwards because my man does like to have a little drink every now and then. And then we just come back. But we don't come back to my place and we don't come back to his place. He got us a room. We're not in the penthouse mm-hmm. suite though, but we're in like Oh, you know what? We're at the Ritz Carlton. Okay. That's where we go. Oh, nice we're just at the Ritz Carlton. A little nice one. And we just enjoy our, our time there. You know, the neighbors may hear my name a couple or may know my name a couple of times or his name, whoever's. But that's it. Nothing to where they're going to be calling. Of, of like, you know, where you don't get noise complaints. Yeah, no, they're not going to do it for noise complaints. They'll be like, oh, they're having a good Valentine's Day. And that's like, it. Like, now, like, Nothing. you and Sukuna? What baby? They would kick us out. They would have SWAT team outside the door because they think something was maybe wrong. 
They were, oh my gosh. They would literally come in that room afterwards, destroyed, literally displaced, bed. Oh my, they'd be like, um, we'll be sending you the bill. He'd be like, you trying to go to the underworld? Oh, right. They'd be like, never mind. I was like, Ooh, I like when you talk dirty to them. <laughs> you would. I would be so. Oh my gosh! But yeah, so no, it would not be that. <laughs> It'd be more low key, like we've been married for like ten years, kind of thing, kind of loving. But that's who I have for my Valentine's Day. But I'm happy with my little sweet buttercup. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. So, um, <laughs> going to our last, who you're gonna defight? Defight? Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> Who are you? It's okay. Or the film. You know what? This week, I can't make up my mind. One day I want to fight. One day I want to save someone. Mm -hmm. I need to get it together. But today was not the day for me to get it together because I have been on edge. So I need to release some steam. I've been wanting to fight somebody. Okay. I've been needing to let some people have it. And what? who I'm going to let have it is, it was the perfect time for this. Only because season two of this anime just premiered. Now, I have not started season two, and I don't plan on starting it just yet because I'm watching others. And like you said, I want this one to build up a little because I'm not about to be sitting here pissed. I'm not. I can't do it. Who I am fighting today is none other than Kisaki Teta. I've never done him on my list of fighting, and I thought I did for a second. But we talked about him in another aspect. but it was from someone, I think it was like our last awards thing we did. And it was like oh, something about character. Yes. And I didn't choose him at first for a second. And then I was like, who do I think I was? Kisaki, you you get it. You can get it. And I mean it in the worst way possible. Because you are foul. You are a ma- uh, manipulator. Mm-hmm. You are, ooh, you're, you remind me of a, oh, sorry. I was getting enraged. He reminds me of a Karen. He reminds me of a Karen so bad. Oh, you know why? I thought you said because a carrot. He... And I was like, I'm interested in this. <laughs> but you said, I, I heard what you said. You said Karen. <laughs> a carrot. I love it. I would like to see where I was going to go with that one. Mm, <laughs> relate him to vegetables. But no, he reminds me of a Karen so bad. Like, you're the one out here crying wolf from behind the scenes, taking them fake gold um, frames off. And you're the one causing all this mischief. Yeah, you're the one over here trying to play victim for every little thing. Yeah, you are the sole proprietor in all of this. You're the problem. You are the reason why shit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. I just, he, he has been, even the people that are in his quote unquote closed circle, they're being manipulated. Whether they know it or not, they are the ones, he's using everyone. He has no regard for anyone's life. He has no regard for anyone's safety, anyone's well-being, except for his own end goal. That's all he cares about at the end of it. And he's so driven by like hate and just malicious intent that he's willing to do any and everything. Like any and everything. And that's why my son is in the situation that he's in now. And it's like when people start to find out about him and call him out about his stuff, it's kind of like, oh, you know too much. (laughs) Get rid of him. Kind of aspect. It's like, you don't want anyone to call you on your... You don't want a spade to be called a spade because you don't like the smell of your own shit. So then you just get rid of everything so you don't ever have to acknowledge the fact that you're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I got for him right now. 
And I think what makes it, what makes it even worse is like it kind of makes me think about sometimes when people say like, you know, people who just like follow without like actually like. Ah shit. They were saying yes. that like you know a lot of people a lot of y'all would be susceptible to a cult leader, and I think about that with Kasaki because it's just like a lot of what I think makes it even more insidious, at least to me. And but it's like in a more undercover way too. Is like he actually isn't even doing most of the vile stuff. He, that's what I said. He manipulates. He's just talking people into doing it. And I'm gonna just be honest to me, you know. And uh, I'll I'll write spoiler warnings because this is for I, like if you haven't seen the first season. But there's like you know you know like the situation where it it didn't happen to Pachin, but Pachin's friend was beat up and his girlfriend yes. was it. To me. I don't know. It's just like it's it's almost like I, I want when I say fantastical, like when you think about fantasy, like something like you know, like that's hard to kind of like imagine. I mean, in like that type of way where like I can't, you can't even see it being real. That's how mm-hmm. I feel about something like that because there's nothing that anyone could say to me that would get me to assault somebody. You know, there's no yes convincing. There's no manipulation that could get me into doing that. You know, um, yes. So it's just like to see people so easily be swayed by that and do those things when, like you said, you know, people don't even check to see like, well, what happened to, you know, until like, you know, there's a point when something happens, like, you know, when when one of the jumps with Takamichi where he meets someone who was used by him um, and warns him, but you know, that still was like way after the fact, but the people who are lining up after he gets rid of, gets rid of the last people or the last person, um, they don't go and check, hey, what happened to the last person who tried to work with him or who was on his side yeah. or did his bidding? Every like you said, every single person that had that did did that or um in the past has a horrible life now. If exactly. they're alive. Right. So it's just like <laughs> I don't know. That I think that's a part that makes it so frustrating because it's just like, um, what's that? Uh, he can't keep getting away with it. Like, mm. he can't. That's and literally how it feels. Like you know, and I, I hate that little grin. Like you're not cute. Like yeah. <laughs> you were so uh like you, you were so sick. Worst. Like in the head, you're like, the worst. Literally, like there's something you're like a Jeffrey Dahmer over here, mm-hmm. like a modern Japanese like, Jeffrey Dahmer. Boiling, but it's like, what even gets him to this point? Ugh, I'm sorry, again, nothing could get me to, and I was like I said, I'll write Tokyo Revenger spoilers, um, because you know we know that he's the at, he's at fault every time, you know, at least for what we've seen, you know, in season one, um, with like when Hina gets like killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nothing, as you find out more and more of, like, why, like, you know, he did that and what was behind that, it does not make sense. I mean, obviously, it was a, it was clear. No, no, there's nothing, once you meet Hina, it's like, there's nothing Hina could do that would make her or anyone deserving of getting, like, you know, crashed into a wall and dying. But, Burned you know, alive, basically, you, from a car. Right, you know, and as you see more, it's like, okay, obviously there's nothing that she did. Um, But as you find out more of, like, what's behind it, it's just like, for that? Like, that's literally how I felt. It was like, you, ugh. 
This is your reasoning. This is what you have to. Right. This is your for justification this? for you. <laughs> You're ruining all these people's lives, getting people killed, uh, breaking people, literally giving people trauma by hurting their loved ones, all this stuff for this little itsy bitsy spider thing, please. Itsy bitsy spider. That's how small it was. It was like, at least make it, I mean, it's still like, again, those are things that you can't, you know, defend or things that you can't say, oh, this is why I did that. Like, there's nothing to explain away what he's been doing. But Mm -hmm. it's just like, but that, it could at least be something more. Uh, it could have at least you could have at least gave us a, be- a better reason and be like that's what this was for you could have at least made us think like damn that's messed up it wasn't even one of those it was just a that that was it this is what we, right. this is what we like, got that's why okay no ma'am no ma'am no ma'am <laughs> but that you is know, who oh he's big time on it train. oh no say what oh yeah say? No, I say, you know, that's big time on the list. Like, right. You, yeah, and I know you're with it. <sighs> but I was All like, my I niggas hate Kasaki. Good. And if you don't, I'm questioning. I, I literally can't. I mean, like, how could you not? I know someone that doesn't. Oh, well, no, I hope that they're not close to you, but they got problems. It's your cousin. Ew. That's not my <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Anyways, but, um, <laughs> who are you so, um fighting or defending? So, what I will say is, I won't go super super into it because you're not there yet. But once you get to this part part, when I tell you, you are gonna feel the same hate that Chris and I feel for her. But um, just go oh, ahead and hell. keep it a theme. Since I already did Kogami from Psychopaths for who I would want to fight. Her name is, uh, I want to say Mika Shamotsky. Oh, the one with the ponytail? Sorry, I got the list yeah. of people still pulled up, so I'm looking at her. Yes. Um, from season two of Psychopaths. When you talk about a hater to your core... So like I said, I'm not going to get super into it now because you haven't seen it yet. But I will say enough where you'll be like, oh... So the reason why I would fight her is just because one, she's a hater of the main bad bitch, Akane. Because Akane is just that girl. Um, she has a pull because of what she does. She's good at her job. She's good at her job. She's able to, you know, even within the system, if it's possible, she'll try to save people. She's not a by-the-book uh, person <clears throat> who just, like, you know those people who are just, like, glued to the book and really lose, like, their humanity because they're just so focused on, this is what the rule says. Um, she's not that, yeah. but Mika is that. Um, she also isn't good at her job like Akane is. She also is like a sore to be around. Um, because sore she's like those people, around. like you know, without getting too too much into it. Um, before you see it, basically, there's like um a hierarchy system where people who are inspectors are respected, and people who are enforcers are um seen as less than uh and she like treats enforcers like excessively like less than um when one they have a more dangerous job than you they better at their job than you like you you're suck like she literally is like 
she's bad at her job. She complains and is like hating on Akane. Like she even like there's times where she tries to like talk to higher ups about her, like that type of thing. Uh-huh. Like literally a grade A hater, but it's like, dang, you don't even have the skill. At least be equal to me and be mad that I'm better than you. But it's like, you're not even up to par. You're like, not even on my level. And there are situations where literally if she would have actually acted earlier, not only would people have been saved, um, there would have been less bloodshed, you know, that type of thing. Like, uh, And then there's other situations where if she and that's the other thing she's so easy manipulated manipulated and also Mm -hmm. a situation where she gets into a dynamic like that is her fault because she wouldn't mind her business it wouldn't happen um and then she causes you know she is the catalyst for um other people losing their lives who had nothing to do with anything and we're just you know innocent people so i um and that's why Similar to what I just said about Kasaki, me and all my niggas also hate uh, Mika. Mm. I'm here for it. It's like, how you, it's like, you're a grade A hater with nothing. You're hating because, you're hating because I'm badder than you? Like, that's literally, what am I supposed to do about that? Um, Sounds like jealousy. I don't know what else to tell you, Ah! but do something. Like, that is not my fault. Like, your pussy up like i'm here for it sorry you're bad like you literally can do better and you can get you know credit if you actually do things that are deserving of credit versus you know what you should have done is being like dang akane i'm feeling like i'm missing a whole lot of stuff you should have uh tried to get her to, to allow you to be taken under her wing so you could actually be good like if we really want to talk about what she should have did but yeah it seemed like she wasn't gonna do that. That jealousy, that oh, green eye no, jealousy. Too. Like you said, never. She would never admit that. Um, she's jealous. Hmm, sounds like a hater. Is it and is and is <laughs> done. Oh my gosh, no! I'm gonna get to that point because everyone's been talking about it. Like you, Chris, Simone. Like I see it. I see it on the timeline. I'm like. Hold the hell up now. I'm coming. Hold on now. Let me get my bag. No, absolutely. I was like, Hello. That's all I have to say about the hater. Okay, okay. Well, then with that being said, I think we have reached the end of episode three, season two of Tag Premiere. You got any announcements you want to say to the NF? You got anything you want to tell the peoples? I'll let you do, you know, our regulars, but I will, mm-hmm. my, the only announcement I will have today is just thanking everybody. Oh, excuse me. I just started burping from nowhere. Um, who either was a guest. So Simone and Mikey or, um, my co-host Bree, uh, not to be confused would be, um, mm-hmm. and she goes by Bree or Brittany. Her name is, um, at Sailor Sapphire underscore on Twitter. Um, and everyone who either, you know, came up and spoke, uh, showed up and listened, or, you know, tweeted in the hashtag. Uh, our, uh, we had a really great first space last night. And also, um, I retweeted it today, and I'll probably retweet it again in a few days. Um, just, you know, because I know, like, the algorithm is crazy right now. 
Um, because we recorded it. So if you have a Twitter, if you go on uh, those anime girls, and you know what I might do is I might make it my pinned tweet for now. Uh, so that way, if you go to the page, it'll be the first thing you see. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it went really well. And so thanks everybody for that. And I, we definitely uh, plan to have, you know, at least seven more because there's seven aspects of wellness, um, seven more aspects. And uh, yeah, thank y'all so much. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, but uh, yeah, what were your thoughts? You were in there, uh, B. I was going to say, I do want to congratulate you. It's my little baby growing up, her first space. And shout out to Brie. You guys did amazing. Like, it's crazy because these are, like, topics and everything. And I'm maybe new to the Twitter community and everything like that. But there are also topics that I've never seen, like, talked about as openly or made, um, like, space for things like having social wellness and your friendship circles and how that can affect you in life or like your dynamic or just in anime where we see it, what's good, what's not. So I'm loving that we're intertwining this with like real life in that we have a community that you're making it so like open and like the floor is so welcoming to people that are going through things that, you know, where else are we going to go speak to it? You know what I mean? Like where else can people talk to this about unless you start to get close with people on like the social medias and Twitter and stuff like that, which happens. Like that's how a lot of friendships are formed and you hear from last night, but it's like, it takes time to get that point. But just to hear other people having those experiences or going through things, it's like, Oh my gosh, you did X, Y, Z, this happened to me. And then it like opens the door for you to talk to that person because otherwise you may not have known. So I feel like you guys made a space for people going through certain similar things and everything mm-hmm. to have the floor to connect with new people and kind of expand on topics that you guys are going to be bringing up. So I really, really appreciate that. And I loved it. I enjoyed every minute of it. And I'm hoping I'll be able to catch all seven of them. My work schedule doesn't interfere. But if not, I'll definitely catch like the recorded versions. But mm-hmm. I'm ready for the other ones. I loved it. So good job. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so with You're that, you so welcome. All our other stuff. All right. Back to our bread and butters of our favorite little tags. You can follow us on our social medias, Instagram and Twitter are at those anime girls with a Z. Mm-hmm. Follow us on TikTok. We're going to have some new content coming out there soon. It's at at underscore those anime girls underscore mm-hmm. um what's what's i gonna say oh my twitter if you want to link up on there is bria simone underscore mm-hmm. you can listen to any of our podcasts on google podcast amazon mute uh, excuse me amazon podcast spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast we have our links to hit all those little hyperlinks in our bios and every social media. If you got any questions, you want to hear something, let us know. We talk back, y'all. You can send us an email at askaskthoseanimegirls with a Z. And I think that's just about it. But definitely interact with us on our social medias. Love to interact with people on the new communities. That's how we formed a lot of our new friendships. That's how we get to hear your thoughts about what you think, because you may see it a different way than what we do. And 
Like, we want to hear it. This is a community where we're feeling like we're literally talking to our best friends. And I know we said that to you guys before, but thank you so much for all your support, your love, your downloads, and everything. And we're just going to keep it coming all 2023. Absolutely. I think that may be all I have today. Yep. I think that's it. So, you know, with that, we're going to be back again next week, you know, doing what we do. Do what you do when you do what you do. See you soon. (laughs) Oh, and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy late Valentine's Day by the time this comes out. Oh, yeah, you're right. By the time it comes out. (laughs) I am. You know, I had to give them the um, Rihanna version. That was, I love it. I love it. I love it when you, I forgot the rest of the words. But, yes, if y'all didn't see it, the only reason I watched that part of the Super Bowl was to see Rihanna. That was all. We pregnant again, so I'm going to be an auntie for the second time. Um, <laughs> you want to see pictures of the baby and everything, and don't hit me up because I'm not sending them. Hello. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got to say. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>